Welcome aboard on Consider Everything. I'm your host, Brig Haynes, and let's go explore today to improve our mental health tomorrow. He more than likely seemed like a regular student at a university. Somebody surviving off the clearance rack from local grocery stores, running on campus to impress the female population, and staying up till 1am for a big exam the next day. And I don't think even he knew what role he would play in helping millions of people around the world. He was just a college student with the goal to be the best he could in what he enjoyed to study and learn about. In 1946, Aaron Beck walked out of Brown University and was ready for the next step to integrate himself in the world of psychiatry. The next step was attending Yale University for medical school. After completing the medical school at Yale University, he then moved on to being a fellow of psychiatry at Austin Riggs Center in Stockridge, Massachusetts. And after completing his fellowship, he found a position to be the assistant chief of the Department of Neuropsychiatry at the Valley Forge Army Hospital in Valley Forge. Just like many of us, as we get more involved in what we love to do, we find out what works and what doesn't, or what we believe should work and what shouldn't. And as Dr. Beck became more involved and educated in the topic of mental illness, he really grasped onto the idea of psychoanalysis, a method of analyzing psychic phenomena and treating emotional disorders that involves treatment sessions during which the patient is encouraged to talk freely about personal experiences and especially about their early childhood and dreams. He believed there was something great about the idea of psychoanalysis, but he knew if he wanted the medical community to see the true potential of it, he would need evidence and research. Dr. Beck conducted multiple studies and soon a bomb was dropped on the number one theory that he so desperately wanted to prove was valid. As he conducted his studies on patients with depression, he began to see that psychoanalysis had contradictions to what the results were showing. As his studies continued, the validity of psychoanalysis started to shrink, and Dr. Beck was starting to draw his own theory. His new theory was that depression didn't stem from a patient's need to suffer, but rather their underlying beliefs of failure and loss were incorrect. He also discovered the idea of automatic thoughts, ideas or beliefs that seem to pop up spontaneously. As he studied these patients with depression, he found that there were three categories of why they had warped ideas. They had false ideas about themselves, the world, and the future. He believed that because many patients had been relying on these false underlying beliefs of failure for such a long time, he could help them to question and change these false beliefs, leading to a change to the reactions associated with their false beliefs. And after years of research and working with clients, that's where cognitive behavioral therapy was born. Cognitive behavioral therapy is an adaptive view on curing mental illness, through changes in behavior and the constant readjusting of how someone thinks about their current situation. He helped patients change their skewed views of themselves and their surroundings to better help them see what a situation really is and not what it looks like from first glance. He used what he deemed the cognitive model for all of his patients struggling with depression and later his model took acceptance to the medical community. In the year 1977, multiple studies were published to show that the adoption of cognitive behavioral therapy worked just as well as medication and twice as effective in preventing relapse. Dr. Beck also wanted to test the effectiveness of his therapy on more disorders than just depression, and found that it was also successful in treating a variety of disorders. In the early 1990s was where the cognitive behavioral therapy model really started to take flight and catch the attention of the medical community. With the rise of people needing help with their mental illness, Beck started to see the need of trained behavioral therapists and created the Beck Institute with his daughter Judith Beck to train experts and to create a community with the goal of researching and improving the craft. And since the creation of the Beck Institute, millions have been able to be helped with their mental illness thanks to the education and high bar that it sets on those desiring to become a behavioral therapist. On November 1st, 2021, Beck died at the incredible age of 100. 
Rest in peace, my homie. Also, what the hell did you do to live to 100? Was it apple cider vinegar? Oh wait, no. It has to be kale. Yeah, it's kale. Or maybe it's a kale and apple cider vinegar smoothie. I think I'll be trying that for now on. And just like Dr. Beck, we all have to be regular before we achieve greatness. At first it can seem as if we are insignificant or not unique, but Beck disproves that idea. Uniqueness is something developed over time and isn't something that just comes like the flip of a switch. We all have something to offer that can make an impact in this world. We just gotta be patient and wait until we know what our niche is. Thank you.